Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's happening, Daniel? Oh, just another beautiful morning. What's well, morning here? I don't know. For our listeners, I wonder when what time of day they listen to us. Can we can we find that out? Isn't there like demo demo whatever demographic? No, that's well. Not they like down. Statistic. We get downloads. We don't know actually. Don't know so they download it. What time of day you listen to this? Is Let it, us know. Is it the drive-in? Is the it the drive gym? home? The gym. gym? Five a.m. Anybody going to the gym anymore? Gym? No. No. Gym sesh. No. It's too nice out to go to the gym. Well, I'd love to know when people are listening to this. Let us know. That'd be curious. I'll tell you, if you're if you're sending us a question, um, you will be bumped to the top of the queue if you let us know when you listen. There you like go. Like time of day, what are you doing? Yeah, just out of curiosity. We had no idea we were going to be talking about this. What are you drinking? Right no. Coffee, no, tea? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Hey, I have a special announcement. First of all, uh, we're cutting this and putting it up on YouTube, so... We know our YouTube. If all goes well. We know our YouTube channel. Don't we? Uh, no, we don't. Got to make it. I had a friend. Uh, we'll post send, something. Send me a text. Love listening to you guys, but man, you do not know anything about technology. <laughs> I said, hey, but well, luckily, not our we strong know point. money. We know money. Um, so the special announcement last week on my birthday, I had an opportunity to go uh, to to travel down uh, into the hot zone, which was interesting. Um, but nonetheless appear on the James Altucher podcast, which I am super excited about. Um, originally, Daniel and I were supposed to travel to New York to both appear on that podcast uh, several months ago, and then basically that just you know got kiboshed and uh, and we were uh, you know put on uh, put on hold. But I took the opportunity to head down there and go on uh, myself and spend a couple hours with James. If you're not familiar with him, I strongly encourage you to check out his podcast. It's not necessarily, actually, very rarely is it related to finances. Um, a lot of personal development, a lot of um, you know life hack type things. Interviewing some amazing folks um, on there, but I like specifically when he talks about a lot of side hustle type stuff. And we got into that a little bit. I don't think it was podcast. I don't think it was. I think it was just general discussion. Um, but we were talking ad nauseum about, you know, well, if somebody's in debt and they need to get ahead and they need to create margin because let's say they've cut enough of their expenses, they've got to create some additional income. There's only two ways to create excess margin. You cut and then ultimately uh, when you've cut enough, you've got to create income. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a, an unbelievable sort of marketer uh, and, and has vast knowledge about creating these sort of uh, side gig, uh, side hustle income streams. So I'm excited about the podcast. We'll let you know when that comes out. But also, if you wouldn't mind, you know, just go over, give them some link love and, and uh, be checking out that podcast as well. And I'm sure you'll learn a thing or two. So To be fair, the episodes are a little longer than 13 minutes. Yes, uh, very long. And many of them are very colorful. So if you're used to a G-rated show... Uh, listening to DIY maybe with your kids in the room. Sometimes you want to probably not do that with uh, while listening to James and his guests. Fair enough. There you go. You didn't get too colorful, did you? Oh, no. No, Good. absolutely okay. not. Um, so that's just not my, my forte. All right. Let's, uh, without further ado, we got a... Uh, 
a very uh, a short, but a very um, uh, as poignant and, and appropriate question for today. Uh, and that comes from... Emma. Emma. Emma uh, has a question about credit. Emma, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, guys. My name's Emma, and I'm from Kansas. And my question is about repairing and building credit. Um, what are some good ways to increase my credit score? Stop beating around the bush and answer my question. Okay. There you go. Pretty simple. What do you got for Emma? Yeah, how do you increase the old credit score? Uh, so first things first, I would say back up a moment and really reflect on uh, why it is that you need credit and a credit score. So uh, this typically is actually going to be more important for you earlier in life. So uh, at this point, you know, you're not really saving up sort of the car fund to where you can buy a car with cash. Uh, eventually, that's your goal to get to on the DIY money plan that you you know eventually pay off car loans and then you're putting money away into a savings account. You're buying that with cash. Credit score doesn't matter in that instance. Um, for those of you who live in you know non-metropolitan areas where you're renting and they're running credit checks, eventually you're going to buy a house. And once you buy a house and you have that mortgage, uh, your credit score doesn't matter as much on a you know month-to-month, year-to-year basis. However, when you're starting out in your 20s and 30s, credit score is important. I can distinctly remember uh, in our early 20s, uh, in our, in our um, family, you know, applying for things, whether that was apartments or home mortgages and stuff like that. And you know, we'd get the we'd get our credit score, and then we get the explanation of what our credit score was. And it seemed like the you know they always tell you what the limiting factors are in your credit score. And ours was always for the longest time, even though we had years of credit, it seemed like, for us, for our age especially, for the longest time, it was always, you know, limited credit history. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're, you know, 25 or 26. We've had credit cards for, you know, seven years or something like that. Uh, And yet that was still sort of a limiting factor. And so the short of it is as long as you responsibly use credit, eventually over time, your credit score will go up. It's just an aggregate score based upon a couple different facets. So your ratio of uh, debt to credit limit, um, how you're paying on time. Um, There's other facets. You don't have them right in front of you by chance, do you? Uh, Your credit history. There's there's two or three others as well. Uh, There's a pie chart you can Google online. How many people pull your credit score? Yeah, how often you're getting checked. Um, And they're really logical things. So think about it. If you are getting uh, a bunch of inquiries on your account, one, that could just mean that you're shopping around for a good home loan, um, or it could mean that you're starting to take out uh, you know, new accounts. If you're starting to take out new accounts, like if you're opening lots of credit cards at once, that's you know going to be a red flag for people who are going to offer you new credit. If you are very close to the maximum amount on your credit card, um, things of that nature. So loans, like an auto loan, that... Um, you know, how close you are to the max is irrelevant, but they would be looking at credit cards because you have a credit limit and then you can spend up to that limit. If you are approaching that limit, you know, if you, I would say you're probably getting to that 80, 90% level on that limit, there, that's going to be a pretty significant red flag as far as your credit report goes. They want to see you leave a ceiling there because it means you're not overstretching yourself. If you are, you know, uh, paying just the minimum versus over, you know, paying more than the minimum or totally paying accounts off, um, you know, that's not going to be a red flag, but that's something like, you know, a yellow flag. So uh, use common sense and think about, you know, if I were a bank and I were going to be lending myself money, what are the things that I would want to look for in my credit score? And if you think about it from that perspective, you're probably going to be on the right track. Now, our good old friend Dave Ramsey, I actually don't know the guy, but, uh, you know, one of the things he talks about is the fact that 
you know, your credit score is irrelevant if you don't need credit. And that is true. The downside in life is sometimes you aren't sure when you are going to need credit. And so you're never sure when you might need to re- or want to refinance if you've you know, fortunate enough to have your house paid off. You, you're not sure when you might want to get an auto loan, things of that nature. So even if you're setting up yourself on this trajectory of being a cash-led life, I would still highly recommend being prudent. And if you've gotten that far in life, you're probably still going to be prudent. But you don't want to close every single credit card. Um, you don't want to totally pay off all debt. I mean, there's an element of you live in a society, America, that revolves around credit. It's good to have a credit score. But I think we touched. I think I touched a little bit on how to responsibly work that up. But go ahead and elaborate some more. No. Uh, so I've got some things to add specifically, um, Emma, regarding your question. Uh, because yes, while a Dave Ramsey says, "Hey, it's irrelevant," that's a bunt. I mean, that's a that's just a cop out because it is relevant. It's relevant to you. So if it's relevant to you, then it's important. Uh, here's here's a few steps, um, and we're in the process right now. I, one of the reasons I pulled this out, we're actually going to do um, eventually a boot camp on this very thing. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. A lot of people don't know, and there's a lot of misinformation out there. So uh, first and foremost, what you want to do, Emma, is pull your credit scores. And specifically, you want the actual credit reports. Now, I I implore you, um, rather than using a service, which the irony is, even if they have, um, I'm not going to list any vendors specifically, but even if they have the name free in their credit score report name, uh, they will try to sell you stuff, okay? So here's the situation. You can reach out to Equifax, Experian, and Trans TransUnion. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, speci- you can reach out to them, and you can request your credit report. I would do that immediately. Now, why are you doing that? Maybe you've already done this. If you're new to the show, you should do this. Um, if you want to first and foremost see where you are, it's very important to, to request this from the various agencies and see exactly what is influencing your credit report. You might find something on there that you weren't aware was there. So there might be a, a, you know, a delinquent or something along, you know, et cetera. And you may have to actually challenge that to get that off your credit report. So it's kind of like um, measuring what matters when we talk about tracking your expenses, et cetera. This is a very, very important step to see where you're at and start doing any sort of you know, repairs or sort of uh, things that you need to do regarding that. There might be some changes, some challenges you might have to go through, et cetera. Okay. Then Daniel alluded to this, but in in my understanding, and again, this is kind of the mystifying world of credit, but here's the the primary thing. First of all, yes, delinquencies, uh, any issues regarding that is going to take time to repair uh, the credit uh, score as is. But the primary variable that goes into a credit score is accessible credit versus used credit, okay? So... What does that mean? How much credit you have available versus how much you're using. So there's some hacks here. The first hack is to simply call up your credit cards that you already have. And again, this is I'm not I'm not saying this is great and wise financial advice, but you asked about improving your credit score. So you call up your credit companies that you already uh, are using and hopefully in good standing with, and that's very important. And you simply ask them, I would like to uh, increase my limit. They could say no. 
Ironically, most of the time, they don't. And you could do this every couple of weeks. Now, that's the first thing. The second thing is you can open more credit lines and have no desire to use them. Again, increasing your credit capacity without using that. Make sure there's no fees associated with opening them, especially with closing them. You could do this at various stores as well. So you could do this at a you know a Lowe's or a Home Depot. You could open a credit uh, line with them. They often will do that at checkout very easily. Uh, and again, you may not have any fees associated with this, but you're applying for more credit and not using it. Thus, you will naturally be increasing your credit score. Those are, we're running out of time, so I got to cut it short. I'm sorry about that. But those are the two um, specific ways I would encourage you to start pursuing a credit score increase or and or repair, which you alluded to in your question. We'll go into this more. Again, this is a subject matter I think is worthy, and we're putting together an entire boot camp on this. So stay tuned for that, Emma. But hopefully those two tips help you um, today. All right, you've been listening to DIY Money. All Emma did was send us a question through her smartphone to podcast at DIYMoney.org, and now she'll receive a $25 Amazon gift card. So there you go. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.